0: Friends, you're listening to Crickets to cha a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and today on the podcast, this is going to be a little bit different of an episode. Usually, I really kind of outline what I'm going to say, if not like writing a whole on script for what I'm going to say and have, you know, like the bullet points that I want to hit and stuff. Today, this one's a little bit more off the cuff because I'm recording this on Monday, March 13th, which is also when I'm going to publish it. So it is just by nature of that that I want to kind of just talk to you about um, this current situation that has happened over the last few days with the Silicon Valley Bank that collapsed on Friday. Um, And the information that has come out about that in regards to Etsy's involvement in that bank um, and also the way that they have communicated that to us as sellers or the lack of communication really is more the point. If you um, follow me on Instagram, this is going to be kind of a repeat of things that I have said on Instagram, but I wanted to share these thoughts across a broader audience because there are more people that listen to the podcast than follow me on Instagram. And I think it needs to be said. And I want to say it. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's saying this, but I want to say it because I have a lot of people. That follow me because they say I'm a straight shooter, and I get to the point, and it's kind of like a no BS way of getting information. And a lot of times, I don't necessarily want to dive into more. I guess what you could perceive as negative topics. Like I don't really like to get involved in online debates about you know, the cons of selling on Etsy or Etsy raising their fees or being a publicly traded company or blah, blah, blah. I just typically kind of stay out of it because I don't really care what Etsy does. Um, I don't really have any kind of like emotional involvement in Etsy's decisions moving forward as a business. I only really care How it relates to my business and me as a business owner and then also you all as business owners as that relates to, you know, working with people and stuff. But I don't really have any like feelings about Etsy in general. Which might be kind of surprising to some of you because I talk about Etsy so much and I teach about Etsy and I've been a very long time seller on Etsy and I have a lot of involvement and a lot of time in my life that I spend dedicated to Etsy. But I don't really expend a lot of emotional energy being, you know, upset about their changes or the direction that they've gone over the years or whatever. Um, So that is... Just my feelings about Etsy in that regard. However, I think that this banking issue is a different one. And I actually was telling someone on Instagram the other day that it has made me somewhat more sympathetic to the people who do get emotionally, um, I don't know if I would say emotionally involved, but they get emotional about the decisions that Etsy makes and the changes that Etsy makes and all of that in a way that I haven't in the past because I kind of do feel that way about this banking issue and it's been a little bit surprising to me how mad it has made me frankly um if you are like completely living under a rock and don't check any kind of news sources over the weekend this bank in California um that is called Silicon Valley Bank, which I always want to say Silicon Valley. (laughs) And so I will probably just call it SVB from here on out so I don't have to think about it so hard. Um, but so this SBB bank collapsed on Friday very rapidly. They didn't have enough money for my very, very rudimentary understanding. They didn't have enough money to cover the deposits that people were pulling out. And it sounds like there was some sketchiness with, with like some of the owners or executives selling stock ahead of time and whatever. I don't really know enough about the banking industry to know, or frankly, really care what happened in regards to the actual collapse of the bank. However, what has come out since then is that this is a bank that a lot of companies, startup, tech startup companies, and just tech companies in general, use for a lot of their banking. So Friday afternoon, I started getting emails from my payroll software company, which is called Patriot Software. Um, and it was in regards to this SVB bank issue. I got two emails over the span of like a couple hours on Friday afternoon. I'm like, I don't know what you people are talking about. I don't use that bank. Like, I don't know why you're emailing me this stuff. Um, but I, I was like, okay, that's weird. And then I kind of became more clear over the next, you know, I don't know, few hours that this was a much broader issue than just like if you are banking at that bank because all of these companies are using um, credit at those banks and banking there and stuff. And so part of what came out there is that Etsy is also has some level of involvement in this bank and some level of deposits in this bank. So they sent an email to some sellers who might have been affected by this issue Um, That their deposits on Friday were going to be delayed or could be delayed. And that's pretty much all they said. We're working behind the scenes. Your deposits could be delayed. Nothing else. Since then, there has been zero communication from Etsy. They have never sent an entire, you know, seller-wide email about it. And they only sent this one email, as far as I know, and as far as up to right now when I'm recording this, they have only sent this one email to this, like, handful of sellers that may be affected by it, in spite of the fact that I've heard, like, numerous stories of people who, who whose deposits were affected, um, who didn't necessarily get the email. So... My feelings about this, I have a lot of feelings about this, but I really feel, especially having, being involved in multiple different companies, so my payroll um, company uses this SVB bank. Um, Fair also uses it. Shopify also uses it. Etsy uses it. So there have been like multiple layers of communication in the way that I've seen different companies communicate to their customers about all of this. Etsy's lack of communication and lack of transparency to me is completely unacceptable. I think, and this is just my opinion. Um, so, you know, people can disagree with me and that's fine. Um, but I think the way that I feel is that the reason that Etsy has been super uncommunicative and like just super sketchy about it is that they don't want the sellers to panic about the fact that they're not going to be receiving their money on time for the things that they've sold. So versus my payroll company where I pay for this software and I'm moving my money from my business banking account to a different account, whoever's direct depositing or whatever. I'm the end customer there. So I pay for Patriot Software, and I am the customer of Patriot Software. The difference with Etsy is that there's this gray area of us as sellers. Are we the customer to Etsy or are the customers who are buying from us the customer to Etsy? We both kind of are, frankly, because Etsy is making money on both sides of it. They're making money through the payments that are being processed when you sell things, but they're also making a not insignificant portion of their income from sellers, running ads and paying listing fees and all of that kind of stuff. Even if you don't sell anything, just keeping your shop active and, and you know, having those listing fees, renewal fees when things expire, and then the ads, which a lot of us have ads turned on, all of that, um, I read, this is like a sidebar, but I read a report, and I do not have numbers in front of me, um, but it was from, I believe, last year, maybe the year before, where the CEO of Etsy talked about the portion of money that they brought in like revenue that Etsy was bringing in that was from the seller side of things. So mostly, it was mostly running ads. Um, okay, I hit pause on recording, trying to see if I could find the exact number and I can't, but I did find a press release from the end of 2022 that said our Etsy ads program continued to be a key driver of revenue growth. So basically my point in saying all of this is that While Etsy makes money from buyers buying things from all of us and that makes up a portion of their income, they're also making money from us as the sellers, which we all know, we pay those fees and everything. And so there's this gray area of Etsy where who are they trying to communicate to the most? Or who are they trying to protect the most in a situation like this? Are they trying to say, hey, sellers, you might have a delay in getting your payments and here are all the steps that you should take to, you know, make sure that you're going to get your money or make sure that your business moving forward can sustain a situation like this where the money is delayed. Or, in my opinion, this is what they're actually doing. They're just kind of trying to skip over the sellers And not really say anything so that the sellers don't freak out and put their shops on vacation mode, which then they lose revenue both on the shops not bringing in money for them from paying fees and stuff, but also buyers not buying as much. But which, okay, so that makes sense from a business standpoint. Like I understand that they don't want to just see all of these sellers freak out and, and do that. But then at the same time... It ends up feeling, um, I don't even really know the word. It ends up feeling like you're being taken advantage of as a seller for them to say, your money is delayed. We don't know when you're going to get it, which they they actually didn't even really say this. They didn't say anything. They really didn't say much of anything at all. So you read news articles or you find out on social media or whatever, and you're not hearing directly from them, and they're just like pretending like it's not happening so that... There are plenty of sellers who like didn't even hear about it at all. And you just go about business as usual. But meanwhile, behind the scenes, your money is getting delayed. You may or may not get your payment on time. We don't really know when it's going to go through. And oh, by the way, if you don't send your stuff on time, you're going to get docked for star seller and we're going to bump you down in the search because you are obligated to sell things or to ship things on time that have been sold regardless of whether or not we give you your money. And that to me just really like kind of indescribably rubs me in the wrong way. And I think that now, okay, so recording this Monday morning, some of this has in theory at least been resolved according to what I have read and what I have heard from my various other places that I'm getting emails updating me about this situation. It sounds like it's all going to go through on Monday and it's all going to be fine. Um, we'll see. I have not gotten my Monday deposit yet, so I will see on Tuesday if it actually shows up in my bank account. But regardless, really, of how it plays out and whether that money will come through or won't come through on Monday or whatever, that's not really the point. And it doesn't make me (laughs) any less mad at the way that Etsy has handled the whole thing, because I just think that, I mean, I do not believe for one second that they just I mean, they obviously have the means to communicate with us. They are, I'm sure, working behind the scenes to do stuff. I don't think that they're just like sitting around not doing anything. But the lack of communication is just really offensive to me because it really very much makes me feel like they expect us to... Just move forward as if everything is normal. And in if we get our money, we get our money. And if we don't, then I guess that's not their problem. I don't know. I'm not really sure how they expected it to play out. And now I have seen people brush it away. You know, people are overreacting. Etsy just didn't want to freak everyone out. They didn't want people to, you know, get all upset and put their shop on vacation mode and all that. I get that. But I don't agree that they're allowed to make that decision for you without informing you of what's happening behind the scenes that impacts you as a business owner. They can't just say you need to continue business as usual and deal with it. Well, I mean, they didn't even say that. That is my beef. My beef is the the complete and utter lack of communication. And I think that it is really unacceptable. Now, I am not here to tell you what to do about this or to do anything. I mean, it does sound like it's going to be resolved. It is more that there are a couple things. Um the first is that I will tell you that I won't be shipping any orders until that st- that money shows up in my bank account. My de- account is scheduled for today, a deposit. Um, so the orders that I have that are due today... I will be marking them as shipped and I will be shipping them tomorrow once that money is actually in my bank account. If it shows up in my bank account, if it doesn't show up in my bank account, then I will not be shipping them tomorrow. Um, And so I will not be shipping orders that I have not been compensated for, as no one should be shipping orders that they have not been compensated for. Um, But, I mean, again, that's your decision to make if you feel comfortable that it's going to be resolved and stuff. Um, but I won't be putting myself out on the line for that. And also the difference is I think in, you know, kind of going back to the difference between like my payroll company and Etsy, the difference is like the payroll company serves this function of moving money from one account to another through direct deposit. Etsy is not my bank. Etsy is not like they force you to be a part of the Etsy payments program, and then they're just holding the money and, in, in, I'm sure, making interest off of it um, before they deposit it for you. So, like, they're not, I'm not banking with them. They're just holding my money because they force me to run the payments through them in that way. Versus something like Shopify, which I could always ship, I could always change to, you know, Apple Pay or uh, PayPal or whatever if I didn't want to use Stripe, whatever whatever I want to use. I can use whatever I want. So um, the things that I will be doing in regards to this, again, if you follow me on Instagram, you kind of see me already go through these things, but I'm not shipping anything until that money hits my bank account. I will be moving to daily deposits from here on out. I um, typically have weekly deposits because I don't really see any, I, in the past, haven't seen any reason to have daily deposits and it's a little easier for me to manage my bank account without having deposits come in every single day, but I will definitely be having daily deposits from here on out. Um, and the really big one I think is to continue to diversify income streams, um, and to, push people to my website that I have contact information for and use Etsy as one sales channel through which I am selling, but not necessarily the main one. This might come as a surprise to you if you haven't like kind of read between the lines. I've talked about this a lot over the past 8 to 12 months, but I haven't directly called it out, I don't think. I've talked a lot about email marketing. I've talked a lot about Um, building a website and directing people there and how I don't think that you should use things like social media channels to drive people to Etsy. Um, I've always talked about those things. That is not anything new. But I think the overarching message there that I haven't necessarily verbalized like verbatim is that I think that it is important for you to have diversified streams of income. Um, I won't stop selling on Etsy. I don't plan to ever stop selling on Etsy. Um, but I think that in 2023, in today's selling environment and in today's Etsy selling environment, it is important to have multiple streams of income. I think that the best way, and this is actually kind of always the way that I have taught it, um, but again, haven't necessarily described it verbatim, like explicitly this way, But I have always thought that the best way of running an e-commerce business is to start on Etsy because it's the easiest to get started. It's kind of the quickest win of making sales, and there's the lowest barriers to entry to get started. You don't have to worry about setting up a website and all of that stuff. So you get started on Etsy. You are using SEO to drive passive traffic to your shop, so you're not having to do the promotion of social media and email marketing and all of that kind of stuff right out of the gate. And then once that's kind of chugging along and you start to make consistent sales on Etsy, you need to be working towards those next things. You don't need to stop there. Um, Unless you're like kind of just doing this as a side hustle and the ebbs and flows don't really matter and you don't have like goals to grow it and continue to grow it as an income stream. If you kind of want to just stay at like side hustle pocket money, then you could stay on Etsy and it's not as important. If you really want to grow it as a consistent level of revenue that is like a paycheck for you, like a part-time, full-time income, whatever... I really think at that point, once you have that ball kind of rolling along, the sales come in, they're consistent on Etsy, they're coming from the Etsy search. So you're not driving the traffic and all of that. You need to start working on those other ways of driving traffic. You need to have a website. You need to have an email list. You need to start doing some other marketing stuff that allows you to have a little bit more control over your business. I don't think, and this is something that has changed over the years for me, Um, you know, eight years ago, I thought it was fine to be just on Etsy, to not have a website, all of that was fine. Etsy was a different beast. Um, and I think that that has just really changed. This is not all based just on the SVB situation. Um, I have felt this way for a while. Y'all have heard me talk about my website and my email list. And if you go back to my year in review, I talked a lot about email marketing and the ways that I was going to move forward for this year, really focusing on my website and all of that kind of stuff. So this is not a new thing um, and it's not really based just on the SVB situation with Etsy. But I think that that has been sort of a catalyst for me to come out and say, um, and just to even remind myself that this is an important next move and we don't need to be too comfortable relying solely on a platform um, or solely on one platform And if you want to continue to grow, that it really is wise to spread that out a little bit so that you have less risk associated with one platform. Um, Again, I don't have any plans to stop selling on Etsy. What am I going to do in response to them and their terrible lack of communication and sketchiness? I'm not really going to do anything. I'm not going to close my shop down. I'm not going to, you know hate Etsy and cancel everything and stop shopping there, I'm not really going to do anything different. But like I have always said, I am not an Etsy seller. I don't have an Etsy business. I am an e-commerce seller and I sell on Etsy as well as other places. So Etsy is not the cornerstone of my business. It is one piece of my business, but I have an e-commerce business and I am going to continue to protect my e-commerce business in all of the ways that I'm able to do that in as much as I can by not relying on other things that I don't have control over and by protecting my revenue streams in, in that way by diversifying and everything. So, I hope that this little off the cuff short episode has been helpful, not too ranty, <laughs> um not too negative. Again, I always try to keep things upbeat. This is just something that I really do feel like needed to be addressed and Needed to, I needed to just come out and talk about it rather than just be like, oh, I'm sure it'll be okay. Etsy, you'll do it. You know, they'll take care of us. They're not really out to take care of us. They're out to take care of themselves. And so you should be doing the same. Take care of yourself. Take care of your business. Um, protect your business in in as much as you can. If you guys want to continue this conversation, if you have any questions, if you just want to talk about it, vent about it, tell me you love the episode or you hate the episode and I you disagree with everything that I have to say, um, come over on Instagram. <laughs> I'm open to conversation at lauren.keplinger is the Instagram account. And I will see you back here next week. Bye for now.